This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. These are 11 stories we're following this week that tell a story of the trends and issues that we're watching in healthcare. And I'll go through 11 stories fairly quickly. Uh, first, UPMC to transfer rural hospital to outpatient uh, transition to an outpatient emergency department. Uh, again, this is this constant thing of rural healthcare being under tremendous stress, not enough people, not enough providers, not enough nurses, not enough staff, and, and often not enough of a community to support it. So you see hospital systems looking, are there ways to transition these out of being full service hospitals, much of the sadness of the community into sort of emergency departments or other types of, of clinics and so forth. Second, Erlanger Health in Tennessee reported positive operating income for 2022. This bucks the trend and it shows there is still places where systems can make profits, although it's been harder and harder. Next story is written by Nick Thomas. Third, 48% of physicians are happy at work. Uh, this is a story by Mackenzie Bean. Again, I was shocked to see that number as high as 48%, uh, but the story was that they continue to see negativity in physician work-life happiness. Fourth, there's this new proposal off from the FTC that would ban non-compete in a lot of settings. At this point, the industry, hospitals, health systems, private equity, everybody else has far more questions than answers as to how this is going to play out. But the ban of non-competes will be viewed very significantly and very negatively by plenty of employers. Andrew Cash wrote on that. The fifth story is, is very similar to the story on UPMC changing a hospital to an emergency department. This is a story by Alexis Kaiser. And, and this is all eyes are locked on Multicare as it takes reins at Washington Hospital. Multicare is a large health system in Washington. It's now taking over a smaller hospital in the Yakima Valley. And the question is, what does it do with that? Is that an asset that's a hospital that's losing money, but it's vital to the community? How do they transition that? What do they do with it? Do they keep it as a full-service hospital? Do they do something else with it? And that's sort of the concept there. It's very similar to the UPMC, the UPMC story of turning a rural hospital into an emergency department. Sixth, troubled Tower Health, Tower Health in Pennsylvania pledges transparency to investors. Again, this is a story about another hospital struggling with it, its bonds and making sure its bondholders are happy and 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 and, and able to keep on lending it money and financing its operations and not at obnoxiously high rates. Seventh, right aid to dispense abortion pills. This follows in the news that CVS and Walgreens will be doing so as well. And of course, this has all become a much bigger, bigger issue uh, in the aftermath of the Supreme Court decision this past summer around abortion rights. Uh, but right aid to dispense abortion pills, Page Twenter writes on that. Eighth, an important story, uh, nursing homes have the worst job loss of any healthcare sector, three notes. That's by Mariah Taylor. And some people might view this as, well, it's only nursing homes. But here's the fallacy in that thinking. As nursing homes have struggled to hire and stay solid and stay busy and stay big, we've ended up in a situation where th this challenge has led hospitals to have no place to discharge patients to. So hospitals have stayed overly full just for the fact that they can't find nursing homes to discharge patients too. So all these things have an impact on everything else is really how it works and looks. Ninth, how artificial intelligence could be hackers next way of exploiting healthcare. Again, ransomware and hackers have been a disaster for healthcare. Naomi Diaz writes about how AI could further that exasperation and that challenge. Tenth, this is about Village MD and Walgreens. 
Shout out to Tim Berry of Village MD and what they've accomplished. But the article basically is fresh off of an $8.9 billion deal for Summit Health, Village MD acquires Dallas practice. Giles Bruce writes on this. Walgreens owns a majority of Village MD. Tim Berry is one of the founders of Village MD. Brilliant business people. Congratulations on what they've accomplished. And finally, a story from Laura Deirda, editor-in-chief of Becker's Healthcare, about five big things from Davos, the World Economic Forum, Davos. The five core themes are profit matters, no longer is it just growth, okay, but profit matters. Second, more and more people making investments closer to their core versus several latitudes away, things that you understand closer to your business, not conglomeration for the sake of conglomeration. Third, CEOs feeling a lot less love from their boards. We're seeing this play out constantly. Fourth, technology investments will continue. So even though the bloom is off the rose in technology company valuations, there will be a great continuation of technology investments as operators continue to need to get better at technology-wise and digitally-wise. And finally, fifth, a, a new focus this year again on efficiency and improved operations those become top of mind again for systems as the uh, world changes and profits become more important and growth becomes harder. So again, efficiency and operations become much more important again. Those are 11 stories we're following at Becker's Healthcare this morning. Be with us for more great guests on the Becker's Healthcare podcast. Thrilled this week to see the podcast reach number 11 on the all-around Apple Business News channel. Thank you for listening to the Becker Business Minute and the Becker Private Equity Podcast.